1: Hey, it's
2: Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA-KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be.
0: Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd.
1: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: What up? Welcome in. This Herd, the Herd, wherever you may be in however you may be making as part of your day. Thanks so much, I'm Doug Gottlieb, in for Colin Cowherd. It's a Friday, a No Pants Friday. Man, get your mind out of the gutter, I'm wearing shorts. And no pants, and all of a sudden, of the two Ryans, Ryan Music, behind uh, who's producing, they're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, no pants doesn't mean nothing. Skibbies, or worse yet if you're Commando, I'm wearing shorts. Hopefully, wherever you are, the world is opening up. The CDC's like, "Hey, you know, if you get vaccinated, you actually can take the mask off." They're like, wow! So that was the whole point of getting vaccinated. That's a that's a that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Getting ready for a a, a big weekend, although kind of a weird sports weekend, right? Just we're in this uh, we're reacting to a schedule that was that was dropped. You know, a couple of days ago for games that aren't going to be played for months. We celebrated the NFL draft all of this week, going back to all of last week. We still don't have the NBA playoffs yet. We don't even have the playoffs, we have the play-in games. Which, by the way, let's just call it, like, it's a great idea, not a good idea. A great idea, not a good idea. I love basketball. I have had so very little interest in in NBA regular seasons for the longest time. And honestly, I think a lot of us have taken the bait with the old MVP debate. The MVP debate, by my estimation, was basically a creation of the other network where I used to work and Colin used to work because they had all these games that nobody cared about. It's like, you know, what can we talk about? Like, how about the MVP? Let's just yell at each other over who should get the MVP. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about games that people don't really watch, don't really care, because the players themselves take themselves out of it at at all points in time. The playoffs are different, and now that we have, you know, it's not just the the four teams involved in the play-in. There's the two above that are trying to fight their way. And it's almost like, at the end, like relegation. Almost. It's not totally like relegation, but it's almost like relegation. And, of course, it means that the teams just below those top, 10 teams are fighting. It's made for a much more competitive sport at the end of the regular season. But we don't have the playoffs yet. We don't have to play in games yet. We can't get there just yet. You know where we can get to? Where Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Now, I'm currently watching on the old Twitter machine, rookie minicamp. Rookie minicamp. In Green Bay, taking place right now. Swag Kelly, that's Chad Kelly, to those of you who don't remember him during his time in college or uh or in junior college. Swag Kelly is out there spinning it as one of the quarterbacks for the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, they signed Blake Bortles yesterday and everybody freaked out. It's like, look, one, you gotta kind of protect yourself. But two, you need camp arms. Like, nobody goes into a season, you know, a preseason or an offseason with just Jordan Love back there or Jordan Love and Swag Kelly, you sign a bunch of guys and they get to show themselves. And one of the reasons that guys do it, like, look, if, if you're trying to become the backup quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, it's not far-fetched to think it's a possibility. Like Jordan Love didn't put on a jersey last year. They carried three. He didn't put on a jersey. There's also the practice team squad if you choose to if they only choose to carry two and have Jordan Love as as the backup quarterback. And oh yeah, by the way, God forbid something happens to somebody. They want to have seen you, you want to know the system. And I think Aaron Rodgers is great, but let's be honest, there have been times in which he's been injured. A concussion kept him out of a game. Of course, he's had the multiple broken collarbones, which seems to have been fixed by putting a rod in there. Anyway. You sign Blake Bortles and people like, well, see? Aaron Rodgers, they're protecting them. Like, Blake Bortles is not the answer. Not not the answer even a little. Not even close. Nor are they trying to say he's the answer. Or he would be a backup to Jordan Love if they had to. You want to know where he's playing next year? He's playing in Green Bay. Do I have any knowledge? No. I haven't talked to a single member of the, the Packers front office. I haven't talked to a Packer. Because I live on planet Earth, the reason that story got out on draft day was because if he was going to be traded, and he's not, but if he's going to be traded, it was before the draft. We have to deal with common sense now. Common sense is not common. Is not common, but he's he's staying in Green Bay. If they were going to trade me, trade him for the draft. Why? I, and I understand draft picks will never equal up to Aaron Rodgers. A first round draft pick, the hit rate's like 55%. And that's not even counting quarterbacks, which is a lower percentage of true hit rate. You're not just filling in or finding a replacement for a starting quarterback. You're finding a replacement for arguably or inarguably one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play football, the reigning MVP. So there's no draft picks that can, but you do need some draft picks. And now whoever you trade with, if you were to get draft picks for next year, they have Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to be the reason they drafted a quarterback late in the first round is because they're never going to draft in the top 10. As long as you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, he's that good. (laughs) Right? So you do the best you can to, to support yourself. Dan Graziano was on, um, get up this morning. He said this, the Packers have a way of doing things. Yes, it's possible that Brian Gunnikins didn't effectively communicate to Aaron Rodgers that this is the Packers way of doing things and it applies uh, to you just like it's applied to everyone else who's been there. But Rodgers has been there 16 years. It's not like he's new. I think there's a personality issue between the two. You wonder if that's a hurdle that can be cleared. Can they make it right with money? Can they convince Aaron Rodgers that Green Bay is the best place for him if he wants to win another Super Bowl? All of those things are possible, but you can't overcome a personal issue. If you have you have to uh if you have to work if you have to with have with the guy you work for. That might be too much. Here's the thing. You don't work for Brian Gutekunst. You just don't First, this is like the whole like owner thing. Remember when there's like, well, I can't work. I can't play for that owner. You don't even see the owner. You're Deshaun Watson, like I don't like Cal McNair. You don't even see Cal McNair. You, do, you just don't. You don't. They sit in their box. They come around practice. They, they're the big boss. They want It has no effect on you. The GM has a limited effect on you. All right, righty, cut Crum, Crumrow, crum, crum, whatever. He cut Jordy. Geordie was washed. You have to make tough decisions sometimes. It might feel a little personal. It might be a little personal. You're under contract for three years. I'm not dealing you. am not trading you. You're within one completion of a Super Bowl. Really, that's how close you were. And and we can find flaws with the defense. That's why they fired the defensive coordinator. That's why they went out and drafted a cornerback. Like, we can find flaws in the defense. I mean, what were they doing at the end of the first half against the Buccaneers? He could have been fired on at, at halftime. Pack your stuff. Both of you are out of here. Right. Instead, they re up with the cornerback. But, and they've tried to fix the defense by. Firing the, the the coordinator. But the truth is that Tom Brady did have three second half turnovers. And usually when you lose the turnover battle, you lose the game. And that wasn't the case. Is that all on Aaron Rodgers? No, but it's his ship to ride out with. But I I, I just think it's amazing how we're having any sort of discussion that Well, what is the NFL doing? They're not doing anything. Everybody knows he's going to be back. And look again at the landscape of the league. Russell Wilson. I might want to be, I don't want to ask to be traded, but I could. I just want attention of the, they didn't trade him. Deshaun Watson. Now, I don't know what happens now because it's so ugly down there. And they may have been playing it right and ultimately going to trade him right before the draft. If not for all these accusers, uh, they're accusing him of, of sexual misconduct. But the fact is they didn't trade him. There's three quarterbacks in the NFL that have, on some level, floated the desire to be traded. None of have been traded. You know why? Because the NFL. They don't acquiesce the way that others acquiesce. And if you want to compare Carson Palmer, who retired, remember, this is a very, very different situation. Carson Palmer's team was a mess. He was promised they would fix it. He, he was promised certain things, and they did not do it after, after promising him it. That's not Aaron Rodgers. And oh yeah, by the way, the CBA wasn't the same. If Aaron Rodgers misses a day of camp, they not only have to fine Aaron Rodgers, they have to collect that $90,000 plus fine per day. If he retires, they will collect $22 million. I don't care how rich you are. Nobody wants to write a check for $22 million for money that you already have in the bank. Uh, Hey, you want to pay pay that back? What? Yeah, it's kind of the CBA. It's kind of the rule there. Based upon the contract, you are paid for services not rendered. Oh. None of this stuff is to have. It's like, it feels like I'm wasting my breath. Like he's going to be a packer. Now, do they make him feel better by cutting him a check? Probably. Do they cut him a check that only keeps him through this year or multiple years? Maybe. Here's the amazing. There was an article yesterday. Rob Domofsky, who covers the team, lives there, does an amazing job. And Rob's article, it goes into the different seeds that were planted of discontent with Aaron Rodgers. But the the initial paragraph points out that when he signed this contract which paid him I believe was it 138 or 143 guaranteed who cares it's a crap ton of money, right? I mean, you're you're talking about 45 million per year guaranteed essentially for the first 3 years. That's a lot of money. It was the biggest contract in the history of the sport when it was signed. In his mid 30s. In his mid 30s. And what was it what was the one thing Aaron Rodgers pointed out? He pointed out that you know it doesn't really mean anything after the neck after 3 years. Look, this is just who Aaron is. And that's okay. You have to understand his personality. Like, hey dude, we just gave you the biggest contract in the history of the sport in a little old Green Bay. And instead of only saying positive things, you go like, you know, at the end of three years, things could change. Why would you mention that? Why? Because that's that's how Aaron rolls. You can find that negative in the fifteen things of positive. All right. Bob do you guys know who Bob Valvano is? Uh, by the way, Bob Valvano has cancer. He's he's put it out on social media. Stage 4, but is recoverable, hopefully. And uh, get well soon to Bob Valvano, one of the one of the good guys in what we do, of course, a former coach and the brother of the late great Jim Valvano. Bob Valvano has this thing. He's kept every scorecard of golf he's ever played. It's a true story. And what he's told people he wants to do before he dies is hire a guy to carry around one of those signs That say Valvano and says what he is over par for his life. That a great idea or what? But I view life that way. I view life that way, which is like life is if if everything you do, every year or every job you have is eighteen holes. Or for Aaron Rodgers, if the hundred and forty-three million dollar guarantee in the contract is eighteen holes. All right, fine. There's a there's a bogey or a double bogey in there in that the Packers after this coming season can get out of the deal. All right, that's a that's a bogey. Everything else is a birdie a, or an eagle or maybe even a double eagle. Right? Getting paid up, up front in cash money, the biggest contract. That's almost like a hole in one. So instead of staring at that bogey, you look and go like, "I'm 1500" 15 under Aaron is one of those guys, or at least appears based upon the story that he focuses more on the bogey than he does the birdies or the totality of the score. But in totality, he's not going anywhere. The Packers have simply prepared themselves for the eventuality of age and the aging process. If you don't have a guy ready to take over when that guy ages out, shame on you as a boss. Oh, it upset him. Let me tell you, when Peyton Manning was in Indianapolis, every quarterback they ever drafted that next day, he called the general manager and was like, who's this guy? They all do it. All of them. Every single one of them get pissed off when you draft a quarterback. happened to Roethlisberger when they drafted uh, uh, Mason Rudolph a couple years ago? Remember that? Like, what are we supposed to do? We're just supposed to let you get old and then try and figure it out? How'd that work out for the Dolphins when Dan Marino left? How'd that work out for the Denver Broncos when John Elway left? The The Dolphins are still searching for the next guy.
3: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
2: The, up until Josh Allen, ask people in Buffalo, Jim Kelly retires, how'd that work out for him? Coming up next, Randy Muir is a former executive of the year in the National Football League. Is he with me that Aaron Rodgers is playing in Green Bay no matter what? I'll ask him next in the herd.
1: One more H.E.R.D.? The H.E.R.D. streams 24 hours a day, 7 days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search H.E.R.D. to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like.
3: If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com tunein tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.
5: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: Doug Gottlieb for calling. This is The Herd. Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Thanks so much for making this part of your day. Hope you're getting ready for a spectacular weekend. Uh, let's continue with this conversation about uh, the 17th game. Um... At some point, a, a precipitous decline of 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 Tom Brady, where Aaron Rodgers will play. Would you play Justin Fields right away? Would you play Trey Lance right away? A guy who's had to make these decisions. Randy Mueller, he joins us. a former GM and, of course, executive of the year in the National Football League. Uh, he's got the football GM pod, and you go to Football Mueller.com, MuellerFootball.com. Randy joins us. Um, Randy, let me Let me start with the 17th game. Because, look, I understand, you can dial back practice all you want. But, I mean, you, you can't. And you can take away some of the vicious hits in the National Football League. It's still an NFL game. And I would say that because we've had a year where you didn't have much contacting practice. And it wasn't that the games weren't played at a high level. But you you put a full, full stands in there for the first time in two years. It, the games are going to be turbocharged, right, in terms of the level of intent. Now we're adding an additional game. As a guy who's run NFL teams, how different do you think the attrition of this season, adding in a 17th game with all those other factors, is going to be?
4: Well, I think it's, it's a thing, Doug. I, I agree with your assessment. It's a thing, and I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the teams deal with it because I think we're going to see all kinds of things in play, right? Let's just say a game lasts 60 plays, and, and you add a 17th week, and I think most teams are going to try to get back those 60 plays for those players, right? That's like, for a lineman, that's 60 more car crashes. So maybe you're going to see in the first month of the season, teams try to find rotations, try to find ways for uh, to take some mileage off of their guys. I think the whole key no matter how many games you have, is to set yourself up to be healthy for that last run after Thanksgiving, and I think teams are actually going to find ways to to replace guys in that first month. Not necessarily um, not be competitive, but they'll find ways to roll guys in and out. I think you might even see some guys take some time off if a veteran guy. We already see these guys take off practice time. I do think that will become more of an issue, but I think they're going to have to manage this and. And frankly, I I kind of have taken the stance of I'm on the NFL PA side with the off-season stuff because now we're adding the 17th game, I think we got to take it easy on these guys in the off-season as well. So, hey, I'm old school as anybody else, but I do think these bodies are built uh, only for so many crashes and we ought to save as many as we can.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm completely with you on that. Let's let's talk rookie quarterbacks. Okay, I, I understand that with the new CBA or with the, you know, ever since we got rid of that massive signing bonuses, the, the sweet spot for an NFL team is a competent starting quarterback in a rookie deal in his second, third, and fourth year. Okay, let me just start with that. Is, is that a fair, right? Because now you have a guy with some experience who's been in the league, who's seen some of the bullets, but the second, third, and fourth year, it's not crazy money. It's somewhere in the eight to 10, $11 million for a starting quarterback. That that that's the is that fair that that's the sweet spot what everybody's looking for.
4: Yeah, I would agree with that. On paper, that's the plan. As okay, well, as you know, it doesn't always come out like that. Sure, yes, sometimes that's, that's even better, goal. right?
2: Sometimes you get the Dak Prescott or the Russell Wilson okay. where they're making nothing, right? And they can't yeah. even renegotiate, all right? So sometimes you get, but that's sweet. Okay, but if we look at, if if I told you the five best quarterbacks in the sport, right, and you said, all right, Pat Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Uh, who, would the, who would the fifth one be? Like we, the, the uh, Tom Brady. Right? Well, I I know Tom Brady is not skill set wise, but the dude finds a way. Um, who who is there anybody else you would put absolutely in that top list?
4: Oh, you might have put uh, the Houston guy in before all the back backlash of what he's going through down there. So Deshaun. Yeah, I mean there's maybe maybe even a couple of these rookies from last year. I think. You know, go, uh, Herbert's going to be in the mix at, at, with time. You know, in, in in a short amount of time. So, but you're on the right track.
2: Okay. So, but if we say Brady has had an incredible career, obviously, we say Aaron Rodgers had an incredible career, and we say uh, that, uh, that that Mahomes is on his way. He's he's had the the greatest start to a career that we've really ever seen. Right in terms of MVPs, Super Bowl champions, Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. All three of them sat their first year. All okay. three of them sat their first year. So does does that does that make you think twice about I understand we want to get to year two, three and four and give Trey Lance and give Justin Fields uh, and give Mac Jones experience. But if it worked for these guys and they're still in the league and still killing it, wouldn't that be a smart, especially for a Trey Lance, when you have a Garoppolo in front of him?
4: 100 percent. And that's why I think when they made the trade up, you heard at the same time in the same conversation Them say their hope is to keep Jimmy Garoppolo. I think in this case, Doug, there's five quarterbacks that we all talk about from the draft. Two, I think we're ready to go right now, and those are the first two picks. These other three guys, and however you have them rated, doesn't really matter. They all, to me, have a period of adjustment. They all are going to have a learning curve. So I think if you can build a base of knowledge for these guys, and let's just, you know, ideally you'd like it to be a year, but even if it's eight weeks, you've bought yourself a little base of knowledge and built up some chips, They're going to be much more prepared to succeed. I think you've got to look at it from an organizational standpoint. San Francisco, good team, um, really built for for really a a playoff run right now. There's no reason that that Trey Lance couldn't come in at some point probably, but he maybe has the furthest to go because of where he came from, the fact that he only had 300 and some pass attempts. So you've got him. You've got um, really Mac Jones, who's I think probably prepared as well as anybody to play right now. In a system that fits him, he might be able to play sooner than later as well. And then you have Justin Fields in a spot in Chicago that, yeah, they're saying they want him to sit for a year. I don't know if that's realistic. They're in a, they're in a tough spot because they've got, to show, they've got to show progress, but yet they've got to show hope. And, and that's a hard thing to do when you're juggling a, a rookie quarterback, and he indeed may be the most talented guy you have, but you really don't want to play him that's a tough spot to put the coach and the GM in because who knows where their future lies.
2: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Uh, Where do you believe Aaron Rodgers plays football next year?
4: You know, I, 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 I'm not sure. I I mean, I'm not copping out on, on the answer, but it's, it's such a personal deal. Um, I think he may, not play before he plays anywhere i think the odds of him not playing are better than him playing at this point because let's face it he's a principled guy we know that and if i'm the packers i'm surely not trading him now i might consider trading him come september but that's going to depend on where we're at they might let him sit for a year and trade him next year i just i i think i don't think we've ever seen one like this before where the mvp is just trying to wrestle back a little respect wrestle back the Exit of his current team; these are uncharted waters, and I think everybody's in a tough spot.
2: But I, I just can't. He's going to pay back twenty-two million dollars to, to retire. Right? He's going to no think show. He and
4: needs that? yes, I, I yes, think he'll have to yes.
2: That I, yeah, yes. Rand, 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 Randy, have you ever written a twenty-two million dollars check? You know who the cheapest <laughs> human beings on earth are? You want to know who the cheapest? The richest guys are always the cheapest guys. I, I, this is a this is a, my mom taught me this lesson a long time ago. Okay, so. My mom was an interior designer. And she, her when they formed their own little firm, they did medical office buildings, right? They did doctors' offices and hospitals and things like that. And this is back when back before the financial guys and the tech guys ruled the world when we were kids, right? The people who had the big houses, their parents were doctors and lawyers, right? They had all the money. So, um so she used to say like you know, like you'd be, you'd be you're just blown away by how people with money are the tightest with their money. And they would always say, well, how do you think they made so much money? Well, like, that's not really, or how do you think they kept so much money? They're, they're frugal. Like, a $22 million check to not play football on a, <laughs> on a potential Super Bowl team? I don't buy it. I don't. And if money didn't matter to him, he wouldn't have taken that $143 million guaranteed check to begin with.
4: Well, if money matters to him, I've been saying all along, the Packers should just sign him. Make him the highest paid player. Pay him the $42 million a year on average. That's what I think they should have done three months ago. Because there was always a chance, after you heard that speech after the last game, there was always a chance in my mind that he was going to tell him to go pound sand. I just felt that one coming just through instincts and experience of being in that chair. So who knows? I'm with you. It is a lot of money, but I also know how principled he is. And I don't think it'll come completely to that amount of money, the fines, they'll be short of that amount and his contract will toll if he doesn't play. So he doesn't lose that money. It just tolls and pushes it out another year. I think we're getting to the extreme end of it. Hopefully something happens before then to where everybody gets a little bit, but everybody's going to have to give a little bit too.
2: Um, Look, Brady has defied father time for a long time, but it will go at some point. Like it's, I I don't care what your TV 12 method is. It goes. It just does. It went with Peyton, you know. It went with John Elway. It's gonna go with Brady, and we all operated under this assumption. We're like, well, look, he won a Super Bowl again, and he was amazing in the first half against the Packers, but he was not amazing in the second half against the Packers. Um, what? Well, I, I nobody wants to be Max Kellerman and call call some off a cliff thing, you know, four years too soon. But at what point do we think it's gonna go?
4: Yeah. What do they say? Father time is undefeated, and I don't think as much as we love Tom Brady that it's going to be any different with him. I actually thought last year in New England he had kind of fell off a little bit as well, so I was as surprised as anybody that he got it together, and and, hey, kudos to him. I mean, last year was awesome, but I agree with you. I'm not really drinking the Kool-Aid of Tampa Bay bringing back 22 starters, going to be better than ever you know, blah, 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 I think it, 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 a little shakeup could have made them even have more of an edge leading into the next year. I think complacency starts with no change, so they have had no change. We'll see. I mean, it, it's definitely going to fall off at some point. I don't think that's a uh, a question that anybody w- would disagree with. You know, Tom Brady has broken every rule imaginable to this point. And, you know, maybe they get one more year out of him, but they're going to have some, if they do, one or two years, they're going to have, and they've been willing to, push off some cap money and and be willing to take, take on that hit whenever he decides to retire.
2: Cowboys take on the Buccaneers' first game of the season on Thursday night. We'll get to see Dak. Uh, I mean, obviously he's got a ton of weapons. The line hasn't been as good as the reputation of the Cowboys line yeah. that was earned kind of three years ago. We're still kind of living on on that old reputation when they won 13 games and that was the most dominant offensive line in football. Zeke's not who he's supposed to be, but they've changed the defense and it seems to fit. They've acquired some personnel that seems to fit. Um, the the story is going to be about Tampa because they're bringing back all 22 but what are your thoughts on what the Cowboys are doing to try and fix themselves?
4: Well, I think the whole story and you touched on, it is the defense. I think their offense is good enough. And, and it was even good enough last year for the most part, they get Dak back. They're going to have enough weapons. I do think the tackle position is somewhat of an issue. Um, they've tried to stem the tide there. They're going to get healthy, but it, it, you're right, it's the defense and it's Dan Quinn's, you know, uh story, right? It's not like the Atlanta defense was good the last couple of years. And, and, that's been Dan's forte. So he's got to find enough players to fit his scheme. Whether they can turn it around this quick, I don't know. I think they'll still have to depend on the offense in Dallas, and, and maybe that'll you know be good enough. But the defense still, to me, is question marks. They've got to find some bigger bodies to play the run. And, again, th- those bodies aren't easy to find. You can move some pieces around. You can change the verbiage in the scheme. But until I see it, I'm not going to believe it, and I still think their defense is going to be a question mark.
2: You mentioned Justin Herbert, and I, like the rest of the world, have been blown away by how good he was. Yeah. And I think what people have somehow forgotten is the Chargers didn't have Derwin James last year. And I, you know, look, Nick put Nick Bosa in the conversation. Uh, there's a couple others you can have, but Derwin James is arguably the best player in football on that side of the ball. And Dom Sue, obviously, in that conversation as well. Different position, but the versatility, the instincts, and now he has enough football IQ having played long enough in the NFL. Like they have Joey Bosa. They have Melvin Ingram. They drafted an incredible linebacker last year who made, made plays. They're pretty good at running back. They're really good at wide receiver. Got to you know, they, they try to fix the tight end situation, losing Hunter Henry. Am I crazy to think like the most, the least discussed team with the most talent in the NFL is in fact, the chargers.
4: Yeah, I think you're all to it. I was asked the other day on a radio show, my two sleeper teams, and the Chargers are definitely my FC sleeper as well. I agree with you. They have talent. Hey, they've picked in the top half of the draft for really the last 10 years. So they've had a chance to acquire some really good players. And it's a matter of them not screwing it up themselves, right? They had a bunch of games last year. They should have won if they hadn't screwed it up in the last drive or the last two drives. So I do think they're going to be heard from this year. The, The question is, does the coach have it figured out? because he, he'll be coaching his first game as a head coach on opening weekend. So there's a period of adjustment for him. And then can Justin Herbert learn a new offensive system and not miss a beat? Talent-wise, I think they have it. Whether they come together, building a team on paper is one thing, but then bringing them together when the season starts, that falls on the coach. So we'll see. They are definitely a team, I think, that has, has a chance to make a good run. I would not be surprised if they won 10 or 11 games. And, and the same can be said for me in the NFC with the Washington football team. I think they're the same way. You know, you hear about Dallas. You hear a lot about the Giants because of the markets. I think the Washington football team might be as good of a sleeper in the NFC because of the talent they've been able to acquire over the years as well.
2: It's Doug Gottlieb's show. Uh, sorry, is the, the Herd. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin here uh, uh, in The Herd on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Um, okay. What's the? Give me the opposite team. Okay, the team that everyone just assumes. Well, they're going to be good because they're good, and the truth is, like,
4: yeah, not so sure. Yeah. Well, it, it's you know, for me, it's always there's always a team or two that made it toward the end. That's the disappointment the next year, and it's really about. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret,
3: like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
2: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to Tyreq.com/sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's Tyreq.com/sports. Tireac.com. The way tire buying should be.
0: terms and conditions apply.
4: Dealing with prosperity, right? I love what Brandon Bean has done in Buffalo. I love the quarterback. I think they've come a long ways. Now we've got to see if they can stand prosperity. They got close, but didn't make it. I think they'll be hungry enough. I think they've got enough going on on their both sides of the ball that they should be there. But they're a little bit of a question for me only because can they stand prosperity? That's the big one for me. The other one is Miami. I think Miami gets a lot of Credit for the progress they've made. Brian Flores is a good coach. But they've continued to make changes that sometimes just don't make sense to me. At some point, you've got to dance with the one you brought, right? I mean, they've signed a bunch of free agents last year. Now they've released them all. Totals of about $45 million cap dollars out the door on guys they just spent on last year. So they've just continued to, to get on the hamster wheel and, and run guys on and off. At some point, they've got to produce as well. I have questions about Tua. Um, we're assuming he's going to take the next step. I haven't seen that yet. So those are just a couple teams that I would watch for in the AFC. Is Let's just see. Let's don't get the cart ahead of the horse.
2: Go to MuellerFootball.com. Check out his football GM pod. He's Randy Mueller. Randy, have a great weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Doug. There's a gimmick happening in the NFL, and executives – are calling it out. Tell you what it is next.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Reclaim your Saturdays. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK and two smiling, happy people will magically appear at your front door. They'll be driving a clean, shiny truck. And they'll be wearing snappy, happy uniforms. All you have to do is point, 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 point. And that junk will be gone, 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 gone. Hooray! You have a Saturday. Give us a call. And we'll give you back your Saturdays.
0: Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK.
3: Or visit one 800 got
5: And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: Doug Olive in for Colin. This is The Herd. Man, we have a great best for last. Did you guys see this, that uh, HBO Max is going to air a Friends reunion? Uh, Hey, count me in on not watching that. Sorry. I I like Friends. Tremendous show. And I believe, this is me, okay, thinking out loud. Um, To those of us who are coffee people, uh, some of it is my mom always had a, she always had Folgers in the morning, right? But the idea of the coffee house being a place to hang, like Starbucks whole thing is like there's three places, right? Your, your house, your work, and then they want to be your third play, want to be your third place. Obviously now mobile ordering and drive throughs changes a lot of that. But I think Friends really was, at least my generation's first look at like, oh, you hang in a coffee shop and there's pretty girls there. People talk there. Yeah. Uh, so Friends was an impactful show. Friends reunion, no desire. I just, sorry. Sorry. I mean, obviously, we, we know it's good. Are Ross and Rachel still together? That's the Ross and Rachel still together. What are the story like? How you doing? Joey. Eh, I don't know. But we'll get to why that show is important. First, let's get to Herdline News. No,
1: no, no, no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News.
6: Chandler Bing. What do you got there, rhyme music? Oh, Doug. Uh, so you're you constantly change your coffee orders. I mean, the years that we worked together, I think there were like three or four distinct different drink phases you went through. What I'm a Phil's you, guy now, by the way. Okay, so Phil's is still that like custom made, where you like show up yep. to the coffee bar thing and they like make it right there in front of you. You or can whatever you it is. can
2: order on the app, right? Um, you 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 can order it on the app. Uh, but yes, it's it's everything is handmade and it it is pretty good. Um, it's pricey, but it's worth it.
6: Do you have to wear cuffed jeans and a mustache to to get in there? Uh,
2: don't don't you <laughs> want to wear cuffed jeans and a mustache? <laughs> right. With my sleeve of tattoos.
6: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you and, wear a beanie, and my fedora hat. Yeah, beanie, I, have a fedora hat well. <laughs> I have a fedora
2: hat as well. I have a fedora hat as well. Yeah.
6: Well done. Then I go
2: to Whole Foods. Yeah. Uh huh. While stopping at Trader Joe's on the way to Whole Foods.
6: Of course, of course. Only using reusable bags. <laughs> uh, glasses, even though you actually don't need. them. I don't need glasses them. No, yet. I don't. I no, don't. don't do I don't not. need them. You do not. Hold on, I got a vape. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well. Doug, you're a Southern California guy, but you do have some, you know, you obviously I went got to some college. Midwestern roots, yeah. and East Coast roots. Yeah, that's what right. Got. Yeah, and then you're also a worldly guy. Have yes. you ever had squirrel?
2: I cannot say that I have.
6: Okay. Well, the Ravens drafted a guard out of Georgia in the third round, Ben Cleveland. Why does this all matter? Well, he's from a small town in northern Georgia and he did an interview with the team website where he sort of talked about him growing up his dad took him hunting all the time and what that all meant for him growing up and you know it sort of got brought up that they would go out and hunt and you know freeze that food and that would be some of their their foods and whatever they would pull out of the freezer so at a recent press conference he was asked about his
4: diet growing up I don't know if it was a specific diet. It's it's more so one of those things where, you know, you eat what you got in the freezer uh from the fall. So, you know, had a few had a few squirrels uh freeze dried in there. So, you know, get a little hungry, ain't got no deer meat left, fry up a squirrel or two and uh, you know, just just go eat that.
6: Hey. Gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do, right? Yeah. I'm not against uh, it. I'd I'd try it. Absolutely. I've I've tried um
2: Cow brains, when I was in Russia, so in, in, there's a Ukrainian delicacy called sala. Okay, salo is pig fat. It's like bacon without the meat part, but it's thinly sliced with like garlic on it. And it's, it, I don't know how they, they make it. And then you dip it in gorchitsa, which is uh, mustard, like really spicy mustard. And it sounds disgusting and it is delicious. It actually delicious. doesn't
6: sound bad. I'm, I'm, i again. Uh it's not cooked. Oh. Yeah, that's a little different. I forgot to mention that part, not cooked. But I'm guessing it must be super tender, right? It's not like chewy? No, it is not chewy
2: at all. It almost like melts on your tongue. Yeah. It's amazing. Hmm. It's a Ukrainian
6: delicacy. Interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I had rabbit for the first time last weekend, actually. Rabbit's amazing. Yeah. No, I had no idea. It's funny. Uh, it, it came on the menu as like an empanada. Yeah. So we were like, oh, okay, we had it. And then I was like, wow, this is really good. What is it? And she goes, well, since you've already tried it, it's rabbit. Because uh, I can't remember what the word was, but they called it something, which I think was like the type of rabbit, but it just yes. didn't say rabbit. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's actually rabbit. But if we tell conejo, people it's rabbit. Right? Conejo. Empanadas. Conejo. I think so, yeah. That's and, rabbit. Yeah, and then so people were like, if we say it's rabbit, it, they won't order it. So we just don't tell them until after they order it. I was okay. like, yeah, well, it's sold. I, and I, you said, Ba-deep, ba-deep, ba-deep. that's all folks <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you are lame but i love you ah right. uh, the old dad joke that's huh? right that's right you still got it by the way uh new new dog in the family you know you you've yes. added another member
2: luca dog dog chick i like yes, it. Luca dog chick we uh, adopted he, priceless pets in uh, chino california he's so, adorable yeah, we, He's really, really cute, sweet pup.
6: How, how does he get along with uh, Odell, uh, Odell, Be- Odell Barkham Jr.? Yeah, um, good. They're
2: buddies. Nice. They're buddies. They hang. They hang. He can. He can hang. You know, he's from TJ originally, so he's from the tough streets of T- Tijuana. <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't. Nice. He's good. Again,
6: adding to your worldliness. Now you have family no members. From I wanted the Poncho, country. but my kids are like, yes, yeah, that's not.
2: <laughs> Let's not not do Poncho.
6: Well, uh, Colin, also a dog guy. um, Yes. Also on this show throughout the week, Colin has spent a lot of time talking about the return of Tim Tebow to the NFL, Doug. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. That's (laughs) Tebowania. If if anything involving Tebow, everyone's going to have an opinion on it one way or another. NFL insider Dan Graziano has had multiple executives tell him that they look at the Jaguars signing Tebow as, quote, a gimmick. Where are you at on this whole Tebow thing?
2: This is how it works in life and in sports. Okay. You need a favor. You call somebody who you've worked with before, right? Um, you, you need a favor. You call and, and he needed a favor. He wanted a shot. He like Tebow still hasn't figured out. It's really hard. I can imagine as an athlete who played professionally for three years, it's, you go through a period where you're like, am I done with this thing? And then you miss it. You have to get it completely out of your system. You just do. Um, This is no different than the rest of the world's life. When you need a favor, you need a job, you call somebody like I'll do anything. Just mail room, whatever. Like, all right, third string tight end. We need one. Got to do specialty. Like I'll do it. I'll do it. It's this 90 man roster. The guys get in as a favor all the time. And if you look at what urban Meyer has done, Many of guys on his staff, not the coordinators, but many of the other coaches on the staff were guys that he coached with at college. Chris Ash was a guy. Was his assistant in Ohio State a disaster at Rutgers? He has him coaching like the defensive backs. Why? He's his guy. He knows how he operates. He can be his eyes and ears inside the coaches' rooms. Tebow can be his eyes and ears inside the locker room. And if he can play, he can play. And if he can't, you cut him. It's, you know, it's it's a non-guaranteed deal, and they haven't even signed him yet. So I don't look at it as a gimmick. I look at it as just like the rest of the sport, just like the rest of the world. It's not what you know. It's who you know.
4: Well,
1: that's the news.
5: And thanks for stopping by.
1: The herd lie News.
2: I'm not here to tell you Tom Brady is finished, but he's close. That's next in The Herd. Knockoffs, copycats, imitators, they all share
0: one thing in common. They always pale in comparison next to the true original. Just like the stylish and versatile Lexus RX. The crossover that paved the way for others. And it's still the best for one simple reason. Nothing else is as good as the original. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.